Blog Talk Radio. Let me hear the worshippers! Where's all of my praises? I want everybody around the world to put your hands together because all the praise belongs to God. Here we go. Good afternoon, good afternoon. It is the one o'clock hour again. It's Saturday, May 5th, and you're listening to Global Gospel. Listen to this, Hezekiah Walker, every praise, and we'll be right back. Every praise is to our God. Tell your neighbors, tell your family, tell your friends to tune in to www.blocktalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel. Listen to Global Gospel for good gospel music and inspiration on this Saturday afternoon. This is who I got. Everywhere to worship. With one accord. Life. 
So we thank God for the fact that Christ was born, that he lived, and that he died, and he shed his blood for the remission of our sins. And certainly I'm glad today to be in the land of living, glad to know who Jesus Christ is. I'm glad to let someone else know who Jesus Christ is and let them know that Jesus Christ is the answer no matter what is going on in their life. That's why we owe God a praise. The Bible declares that praise is comely for the upright. It looks good to praise God. Praise is the fruit of our lips. So we need to, every, the Bible says, let everything, the psalm writer says, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. And then some of the psalm writers even go into saying, praise him with the timbre and the dance. There's so many ways to praise God. And the Bible lets us know also that if we didn't praise God, that the rocks would have to cry out. And we don't want, um, just imagine if, if you hear of a rock slide or an avalanche and it makes so much rumbling and tumbling. Perhaps maybe that's because somebody just neglected to give God praise. And, and certainly we don't need to see God act in um, wrath upon us. Um, this is Global Gospel. Thank you again for listening in. Um, incidentally, someone asked me, um, am I going to receive the Holy Ghost if I listen in to this um, broadcast? Well, um, the answer, if there's a question, there's always an answer. And um, John, and this is, it's, this certainly is the Pentecost season. Easter is over and we are leading up to Pentecost and it's coming up in a few days. And perhaps we'll talk about that in the days coming up. But John chapter 16, verse 13 says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Acts 1 and 8 says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the other most parts of the world the bible what else does the bible say about the holy ghost that he said it says that um it will lead you and guide you in all truth and bring all things to your remembrance so the holy ghost is a part of the godhead the trinity being god the father god the son and god the holy ghost or the holy spirit the Holy Ghost is not a denomination. It doesn't. And the gospel is here for everybody. It's not here today for those that are Catholic. It's not here for you if you're Methodist, if, if you're Baptist, if you're Pentecostal, if you're uh, Apostolic, if you're Anglican, if you're non-denominational. Um, the Holy Ghost is for everybody. And denominations, um, the late uh, Reverend Eugene Mackershan said to us he was a pastor in Copague, New York, and, and also in other parts of the country. He pastored several places. But he said denominations, God does not have any denomination. Denominations comes in monies, ones, five, tens, twenties, $100 bills. That is a denomination. There are no denominations in God. There's no denominations in man. Denominations are man-made, and certainly we respect everybody in their denomination whatever their denomination is but that has nothing to do with the gospel of jesus christ because the gospel is for everybody and is to free everybody the holy ghost is to free everybody and certainly we can get involved in different types of doctrines about what the holy ghost does or doesn't do but um for the most part uh, you have to first believe on the lord jesus christ and that he is God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit. And as time goes on, we will learn more and more about Christ. Thank you again for tuning in. If you want to call in and speak to us, you can call in at 619-924-0800. Um, feeling a little nostalgic today. Um, let's listen to this song. The song says um, that it is a highway to heaven. And um, I just want to share a story um, before we 
play that uh, song. Um, it took place about um, a week or two ago, and the story was about. Um, just read the story. Um, when Oregon truck driver Jacob Cartwright first set out on Tuesday to deliver a shipment of potato chips, he never expected to emerge from the wilderness four days later on foot. And despite being lost in the woods, the 22-year-old didn't touch the chips he was transporting, said his boss, Roy Henry, the owner of Little Trees Transportation. Cartwright had been driving from Portland to Nyssa, Oregon, a town near the Idaho border, trying to make a delivery by 7.30 a.m. on Wednesday, as reported by CNN reporters. But his GPS, listen, system sent him up the wrong road and into a remote and mountainous location, the Oregon State Police said. Henry said Cartwright entered the wrong address, but because he'd never been in that town before, he couldn't tell whether he was going the right way or not. He continued following the GPS, not knowing he was going the wrong way. It was the middle of the night at the point, Henry said, and Cartwright had missed three opportunities to turn around. Once Cartwright finally decided to try and turn around, police said the 18-wheeler began sliding toward a steep embankment and got stuck on the snowy and muddy road. With no cell phone signal, Cartwright began walking back along the road he was driving on and at some point began walking through the forest to find someone to help him free up the truck. He said he didn't stop. He walked 12 to 13 hours a day, all three days. He told me the last night he wedged himself under a log in the ground to stay warm and stay out of elements. State police searched for Cartwright and the truck during the four days he was missing. Luckily, it wasn't snowing last week. It was very warm last week, Henry said. Cartwright ended up finding his way to Interstate 84 on Saturday when he flagged down a driver who gave him a ride to his LaGrand, Oregon, about nine miles away. He was taken to the hospital for evaluation. The trucking company posted to his Facebook page Saturday saying, Jacob has been found alive. He was so dehydrated that his kidneys stopped functioning. Henry said, adding that Cartwright also had possible frostbite in his right foot. Henry said he joked with Cartwright about having a truck full of chips and wondered why he didn't eat any of them. That stuff's worth something. That's the load. I'm not going to touch it. Henry said, Cartwright told him, that's the way he was raised. That stuff's not yours. You don't touch it. Um, so certainly we're glad to hear that this um, truck driver um, came out alive of his situation. And any of us know that if we traveled before or we've used GPS or waves, that certainly you can get lost. And if you, um, I had experience one time with a GPS, make right turn, make right turn. It keeps repeating itself. Make left turn, make left turn. If you get a, and if you make enough right turns or if you make enough left turns, you'll end up making a complete circle. So sometimes the GPS isn't always the best mode of transportation. But um, we, we, again, thank God that, you know, his life was spared. And we thank God for God's goodness and his mercy. And that just leads me to, as we're going to talk today, about the highway of life. And certainly listen into this song. The, the songwriter said that it's a high way to heaven. None can walk up there but the pure in heart. This is a classic gospel song. Thomas Dorsey, Alex Bradford. None can walk up there but the pure in heart. It's a high. If you're not walking, start while I'm talking, walking up the king's highway. Christ walks beside me, angels to guide me, walking up the king's highway.
the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, I pray ye tarry also here this night, that I may know that the Lord will say unto me. And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto them shalt thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and he sent two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards, a wall beyond on his side and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times? And Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, I would there were a sword in mine hand, for now would I kill thee. And the ass said unto Balaam, I am not, am I not thine ass upon which thou hast ridden ever since I was thine unto this day? Was I ever want to do so unto thee? And he said, Nay. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse before me. And the ass saw me and turned from thee these three times. Unless ye had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee and saved her alive. And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displeases thee, I will get me back again. And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto thee, to thee that shall thou speak. So Balaam went with the prince of Balak. This is a story uh, in the Bible, a true of account of Balaam. And it is so reflective of our lives today how sometimes we keep repeating things over and over again. Portia Nelson wrote a poem. It is called the Autobiography of Life in Five Chapters. And I like this particular writing from her. And what does um, Portia Nelson say? Chapter 1. I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Chapter 2. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I am in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I fall in. It is a habit. But my eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter 5. I walk down a different street. In the scripture that I read um, previously, 
we find Balaam. And Balaam, what do we know? He had many occupations, many titles, and much conflict in his mind. Balaam was a colorful character. He was what we might call shady. He was shifty. He was shaky. He straddled the fence. One minute he talked to God. The next minute he talked to people. This is not surprising because his, the name Balaam is defined as a confuser of the people and destroyer of the people. Balaam was a prophet by day and a sorcerer by night. How many of us know people like that? People that will ask you for advice. Meanwhile, in the back of their mind, they have already made a decision to do the wrong thing. That is why in a day and a time like this, we have to limit our advice. We have to tell people, listen, you're going to do what you want to do anyway, so don't bother me. How many of us know that you do not have to go looking for trouble? You do not have to look for the devil, but certainly he will come to your house. We read in scripture that Balak was king of Moab, and Balak had heard and seen about how God had delivered Israel. Balak felt threatened by the people of God, so he sought to hire Balaam to curse who God had already blessed. It is a dangerous thing to mess with God's people. It's a dangerous thing to mess with anybody because what you do to the least, you have done unto the greatest. The Bible says to touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. People don't have enough courage sometimes to cuss you out themselves or to fight you for themselves. So what do they do? They go and get help from others. But we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, as said in Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 17. Balak tried to set a stumbling block for Israel. But if God be for you, remember on this afternoon that who can be against you? Balaam told the Midianites and the Moabites, that if Balak gives him his house full of silver and gold, he would not go against the word of God. Don't go against God's word. When we set out to serve God, we need to stick with it. We need to stick with him, stick with his word, stick with his plan for our lives. And we can't bow, buckle, or bend under pressure. But we have to stand on God's word for it cannot and it will not fail. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will stand forever. We have to stand on God's promises, for he is an unchanging God. His promises are yea and amen. But this is what happened. Balaam messed up because God said go. God Because God said don't go, and he went. And Proverbs 16, verse 17, 18 says that the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So do not miss out on God's word. For there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Balaam was headed in the wrong direction. And many of us in life have been headed in the wrong direction or we're headed in the wrong direction right now. We've gone some places we shouldn't have gone. We've done some things we shouldn't have done. We've said some things we shouldn't have said. But when you keep doing it over and over and again and you don't acknowledge you're wrong, like um, the person that kept falling into the same hole over and over again, and you keep blaming somebody else or you don't acknowledge the situation or you ignore the elephant in the room, you have created a lifelong problem for you, for yourself. And it's time for you to walk down a different street, take a new path in life, take new direction. Because when you keep doing the same thing over and over again in life, that is called insanity. And then now you have become a repeat offender. But what happened to Balaam? God put an angel in Balaam's way to stop him. And God has put angels in our way to stop us. He sent his, he sent his word to stop us, sometimes dead in our tracks. He sent people, unlikely people, to stop us from doing what we know we shouldn't have been doing in the first time, in the first place. The first time God tried to stop Balaam, the donkey ran off the road into the field, and Balaam beat the donkey. The second time, the donkey ran Balaam into a wall and crushed his foot. 
and Balaam beat the donkey again. The third time, the donkey fell down and Balaam beat the donkey again. How many times do we beat up other people for our own mistakes in life? But this final time, the donkey had had enough. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and Balaam and the and the uh, donkey or the mule or the ass began to have a conversation. And it seems like a fairy tale. It seems like a cartoon story, but God's word is true. The donkey wanted to know what he had done to deserve the punishment for serving his master so faithfully. So Balaam said, listen, you mocked me, and I should have killed you. Then God opened Balaam's eyes and let him see the angel. And today God wants your eyes to be open because the gospel is hid to them that are lost. and You've been blinded by Satan. Balaam had to fall down and confess that he had sinned. God could have killed him because he was headed in the wrong direction with the wrong people. But how many of us know that even when, even then, it was an animal that saw God? That is not the right order because God told Adam in Genesis that we had dominion over the animals. So it is when an animal starts speaking, it is time for everybody to wake up because the gospel is being preached and we need to hear from God. It, because it is like I said in our theme, it is only hid to them that are lost. And some of us, like Portia Nelson described in her poem, have holes in our lives, holes in our pockets, holes of poverty, depression, lies, deceit, and we keep falling into the same traps over and over again. But it's time for us to recognize when God is speaking to us. We have uh, created habits, but we don't let. Uh, but if you let your habit continue to take control in your life, it will eventually take you out. Um, nobody wakes up. And it may sound extreme. Nobody wakes up unless they have extreme problems and say, I'm going to be an alcoholic. Nobody wakes up one morning saying, I'm going to be a, a drug addict. Nobody wakes up saying, I'm going to be a murderer or I'm going to be a prostitute or I'm going to go and, and be a, a suicide bomber. But sin is gradual and things gradually grow in our lives. And if we don't kill it, it will kill us. Psalms 119 and 105 says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. So on today, we need to change our direction in life. For the Bible declares, Matthew 7 and 14, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and, there, and few there be that find it. God is speaking to us on today. He's speaking to us on this afternoon, Isaiah 35 and 8, there's a song that Bishop Ronald E. Brown sings, um, and, and Isaiah 35 and 8 said, And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. And his song says, We're on the highway, Isaiah 35 and 8. And certainly that is a good highway to be on in, in life. God is speaking to us, and he wants us to change direction. He wants to go down a new street, a new path. Um, the song said, and as I said before, that um, I'm feeling a little nostalgic, but Charles G. Hayes uh, sang a song. It's a classic song. It's a Kojic song. It says, I'm running, running, running. I can't tarry. I'm running up the King's Highway. So we need to be sure on this afternoon whose highway are we on, and are we in right direction and right relationship with God.
Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Who's calling? Hey, Reverend Lamar, this is Ryan calling from Hempstead. How you doing? God bless you, Ryan. I'm blessed. I'm doing well this afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm just calling in to show my support and everything. I really love what you're doing with the show, and, you know, I think it's an awesome thing. So I had to call in today. Thank you, Ryan, uh, Ryan for calling in. And uh, Ryan is a uh, my uh, graphic designer, and he does awesome work. If you uh, like us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you'll see um, the art for uh, Global Gospel. Uh, Ryan, tell the people how they can get in contact with you. Okay, the best way to get in contact with me is either through my uh, website at www.thirdlounge.com or you can call me at 516-395-7729. Thank you, uh, Brother Ryan, for calling in. Thank you, um, Third Lounge, and certainly they have service the community near and far very well. So um, thank you, Ryan, for calling in. Um, continue no to listen problem. in. We appreciate you. Do you want to shout out your church? Oh, yes. Uh, shout out to Far Rockaway City Mission in Far Rockaway, New York, where my bishop is, Bishop Donald Maxwell. We're actually celebrating our 37th church anniversary this weekend. So uh, shout out, big shout outs to them. And thank you once again, Reverend Lamar. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. All right. God take bless. care. All right. Thank you once again. Um, that was Brother Ryan calling in. If you want to call in, 619-924-0800. Let me know that you're listening in. Let the listeners, let the world know that you're listening. Thank you. Once again, you all are listening to Global Gospel on this Saturday afternoon, and we'll be on till the, until the 2 o'clock hour. You can call in at 619-924-0800. Tell your family, tell your friends to log in to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel. We um, encourage everyone to listen in. We were talking today about the highway of life, and certainly life does put us in some pitfalls. We do sometimes have some um, obstacles that we have to go through. We have some roadblocks that we have to go through. But the psalm writer declares in Psalm chapter 37, verse 23, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. And we thank God for upholding us in life. Listen to this song, Order My Steps.
Order my steps in your word. Caller, are you there? We have a caller on the line. Yes, hi. Praise the Lord. This is Cousin Pam. How are you, Cousin Lamar, today? I'm blessed. How are you? Good. God is so good. What an awesome thing that you're doing for the Lord. I'm very excited and uh, today. Thank you. And tell us where you're calling from. I'm calling from Lawrenceville, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. God bless you. How's the weather in Atlanta? The weather is very nice. It's 70, 75, some 80. Today it looked like we may have a little showers. But okay, other than that, we've got it. Thank you for calling into um, Global Gospel on this afternoon. Who would you like to shout out this afternoon? I'd like to shout out to my church called The Church. And it's Pastor Jasper Williams III and Pastor Alicia Williams. So excited to be on this great journey for the Lord. And I have a husband who is a 9-11 cleanup survivor. And he's been in a unit of 100 men. And he's the one that's still alive. And God is good because everyone else in that unit is gone. And he's still surviving. He's still being healed and blessed of the Lord at this time. So I want to shout out to everyone to just keep him in prayer that God is, even as he's in the hospital now, God lays him there to minister to other people. The nurses Mm -hmm. and the doctors are just excited about what comes out of his mouth. And it's all the word of God, and it's all for the glory of God, too. What an exciting journey that I'm on, even wow. with him. Amen. And, God and we, is good. We thank God, <laughs> we thank God for that that uh, powerful uh, testimony that certainly he is, that he is still here. And that that is a blessing right there. And we thank God that um, you are there to support him. We thank, we thank God for your, your patience and your commitment. And we pray that, you know, God continue to heal his body and that he has that he does what he needs to do in his life and in your life and we thank you that uh you're that's just a, that's something that can encourage somebody else to let somebody else Amen. know that certainly they can make it no matter what's going on in their life so i thank god that you're calling in on this afternoon thank god for your church your pastor and um we thank god for your husband brother gene and uh all that uh you all are into the body of christ Amen, and God bless you. Thank you for calling. You can call in 619-924-0800, knowing that God orders our steps. Psalms 1 said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. We thank God for all the steps on today. Once again, we thank you, uh, Sister Pam, calling in from Lawrenceville, Georgia. We thank you, Brother Ryan, calling in um, from Hempstead, New York. We thank you for everyone that's listening. We have about uh, 10 minutes left. Um, I just want you to listen to this. Um, it's a Carrie Underwood song. I want you know we try to reach everybody and try to be a little diverse. But the song says um, simply, Jesus, take the wheel. And there's a there's a story and there's a message in the song. And songs have meaning. And country music has a lot of meaning. And sometimes we don't take the time. We get stuck in our own genres of music. But listen, God has, has a message in everything. Going home to see your mama and her daddy with the baby in the backseat. Fifty miles to go and she was running low. Faith and gasoline It'd been a long, hard year She had a lot on her mind And she didn't pay attention She was going away too fast Before she knew it She was spinning on a thin black sheet of glass 
She saw both her lives flash before her eyes She didn't even have time to cry She was so direction and go in the direction that Christ would have for our lives. Call us in 619-924-0800. And we know that everything that we go through in life, it is for the glory and the honor of God, that we might give God praise, that we might know who he is and, and the, through him, through the power of his um, resurrection, and that we may be able to tell others about Christ, about his goodness, about his mercy, about his love and kindness. It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. And there is a blessing in your lesson. James Curry and Leandria Johnson. Your lesson. We all go.
that man, that woman, that boy, that girl. And let them know the blessings that came out of every lesson. Talk to them. There's a blessing in your lesson. And so we have about five minutes left. You have been listening this afternoon to Global Gospel. Tune in live next Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. All our shows are archived. You can listen to us anytime. We're immediately following this. If you missed the beginning, you can go back and listen to the beginning of the show. We just would like to pray as our listeners, for all our listeners, as we conclude on today, knowing that there is a blessing in your blessing, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver out of them all. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your loving kindness. God, we thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for another day that we have never seen before. We thank you for life, health, and strength, God. God, we thank you for the activity of our limbs, God. We thank you for a mind to serve you, God. And God, right now on today, we pray for every listener, everyone connected to our to every listener. We come casting our cares on you, knowing that you care for us. We come calling on the name of Jesus, for you said to call on you in the day of trouble, and you would deliver us, and that we would glorify you. We come now praying for the sick and afflicted, God, for many other afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. By your stripes today we declare that we are healed. We know that the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. We know on today that healing is the children's bread. We know that there is nothing too hard for you, God, for you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. God, we thank you for our listeners that called in. We thank you for Brother Ryan, God. God, we pray that you bless his ministry in a special way. Add to his life such as should be added. God, we thank you for Sister Pam and her husband, Gene, God. We pray now that you continue to heal his body, God. For you said in your word that the eyes of the Lord are in every place. And we know that your eyes are in Lawrenceville, Georgia. We know that they're in New York. They're in the north, the south, the east, and the west. We thank you, God, that you are omnipresent, God. We thank you that prayer can go where we cannot go. We stand on your word knowing that you sent your son Jesus that we might have life and have it abundantly. We thank you that by his stripes we are here. We thank you for the shedding of his blood. Because without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin now. And God, we stand on your word that you bless us in the city, you bless us in the field, you bless bless us coming in, and you bless us going out. God, we thank you that you came that we might have life and more abundantly. You said in your word that we would prosper, that we should prosper, and be in health even as our soul shall prosper. And although, God, it seems like we're going through the fire, we know that after we've gone through the fire, we shall come forth as pure gold. God, we thank you and we praise you. We give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. It is so weak because we ask believing that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright. God, we ask you to continue to order our steps Move by your spirit. Have your way in our life, God. Stare up the careless and unconcerned. God, save the lost. Heal the brokenhearted. Heal the wounded. Let them know that you're a God and there's none like you. We thank you and we praise you. And this is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Global. Gospel. Thank you and listen knowing that Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today. Above him, Jesus is the way. This was Global Gospel. Tune again. Tune in again Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.